Hi and welcome or welcome back. This is the Harmonic Fuckery Podcast and I'm your host Rachel Nepero. And um, as some of you may have heard from another podcast episode that I did, I've been on a bit of a social media hiatus. I've been taking a break from Instagram because that's mostly where I spend slash waste uh, so much of my free time. So I deleted the app from my phone and now I'm back and I haven't posted yet and I don't know when I will start posting again. But I've been just like um, observing what happens when I go back on this app um, and something immediately like caught my eye and caught my attention. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, and that is sexual harassment on social media, specifically Instagram, because that's where I have experienced so much sexual harassment. And I just want to talk about it because I feel like it's not being talked about enough. Um, and even in my little leftist feminist bubble on social media, even there, I don't hear a lot of people or anybody for that matter, matter talk about the sexual harassment on Instagram. And I don't know why that is. I have no idea why that is. And I hope that this episode can make it a bit less taboo to talk about it. So I think I'll just tell you what my experience has been like and why it's extremely frustrating and what kind of stuff I've experienced. And then I'm going to tell you how I'm planning to deal with that in the future and uh, what my thought process is. How can we as, I don't know, as society or we as women or we as people who don't want to get harassed how can we deal with this topic on social media and i'll tell you about like my i don't know quote unquote policies um about what i'm going to do about this so um i think when i first got my instagram account i didn't really get harassed a lot but what i did get right from the beginning because i was posting pictures of myself, trying to look good in those pictures. And of course, when you do that as a woman, you get these uh, DM requests by random dudes that you've never even talked to. And it always starts with something like, hey, what's up? Like, it's never that the person has anything to say to you. They're just like, hey, what's up? And then you want to be nice to them. So you accept their DM request and you answer them. And you're like, yeah, hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Um... You try to make some small talk, especially as an artist, because you want the interaction and you want to be nice to people and you want somebody to add to your audience and your fan base. So, of course, you talk to people. Of course, you answer. Um, and then you're like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? And then, in some cases, more slowly and in some cases, very quickly, they jump to something like hey, I want to fuck you. <laughs> and um, that's like so uncomfortable. Um, I think the last person that I um, had this sort of interaction with just straight up texted me like, hey, what's up? Where are you from? And then he was like, I want to have sex with you. Um, and that is obviously like completely horrible. And I when I was first on social media... Um, I was kind of a little bit open to that kind of interaction, at least more so than I am right now. 
because I was single and interested in getting to know guys and I was interested in their approval. What I didn't understand back then is that this type of interaction and this type of comment is not a compliment, right? This is the first thing we have to understand. Like, if if you feel so bad about yourself as a, as a woman that you take something like that as a compliment because that's the only way you can feel validated, like, stop it. Like, you deserve a real compliment. You deserve somebody who really appreciates you and who doesn't hide their sexual harassment in a so-called compliment like stop it this is not you you are worth so much more than that and you don't have to force yourself to see this as a compliment and oh maybe he meant it in a nice way yeah maybe he did but it's still absolute bullshit so no you do not have to take this as a compliment and if if a comment like that makes you angry if a a message like that makes you angry. It's not because you don't know how to take a compliment or you don't know how to take a joke, right? That was the first thing I had to understand about this. Um, so I stopped seeing it as a compliment at some point. And then I had this time in my life because as also some of you may know, uh, I'm queer, so I'm not exclusively interested in men when it comes to dating. And there was a time where... Dating-wise, I was very focused on women because I'd had some very dramatic experiences with men and I felt like there are good men out there, but they're not in my life. So I'm just going to try to date women. So I was like really not interested in flirting with men and in getting sexual comments from men. It was actually really disturbing for me to get that because I'd gone through such terrible things with men. And then, yeah... I, I don't know how much I should go into this, but I've been a victim of sexual abuse. Um, so yeah, this was like really hard for me to realize, like even if I'm, if I'm in a place in my life where I don't want anything to do with men, because that's just, that's my path right now. My path right now is to focus on friendship and to focus on dating women. Um, and that was my truth at that point. Um, and it's not being respected. Like, men just will not stop sexually harassing you, even if you tell them, like, hey, I only date women. And I think in a lot of cases, I thought that it would help to... I, I felt like I, would, I didn't want to understand... Uh, I didn't want to justify that I wasn't dating men at the moment. So I just told them I was a lesbian, just to make it a little bit easier, because I felt like I didn't want to explain my whole experience and my whole dating history to these people. So I just told them in the messages, hey, I'm, I'm a lesbian, um, to make it easier. And because I myself wasn't sure if maybe I really was a, a lesbian. And I thought that making it that clear would kind of scare these people away. But in so many cases, they went even deeper into all that bullshit. Like, I, I specifically told them I am not sexually interested in you because I'm not sexually interested in men. And they just kept going. And, and I also had this horrible experience with multiple men who then asked me, oh, you're a lesbian. Tell me, how does lesbian sex work? And I, they wanted like, I, I, when I first read that, I was like, okay, did you have no, do you have like no sexual education in your life? Like, I feel kind of sorry for you, but I soon understood that, of course, if you don't know how lesbian sex is done, you could just Google it or you could just watch some lesbian porn or whatever it is. There are other ways to find out. You do not have to uh, ask a person, a, a woman who just rejected you, who you told that you are sexually interested in her and who said, no, thank you. You have no right 
to demand that I explain in detail to you how, like, technically, like, the technicalities of lesbian sex. Because here's what I know actually happens behind the other person's screen is they're reading my messages or listening to my voice memos if I send them a voice memo and they will jerk off to that it will it kind of I don't know why but it turns them on in some way I just realized like these people are not really interested in like the technical biological explanation of lesbian sex like they do you get what I'm saying there are so many other ways you could figure out what lesbian sex is the reason you're asking me this after expressing sexual interest in me is uh, because you're for some reason aroused by somebody who's not into you at all, who told you she's not into your entire gender and you get turned on by like making her explain sexual acts to you. That is so disgusting and it, it, this was not a one-time thing. I cannot stress this enough. I'm not like whining and complaining about individual like experience that happen experiences that happen this is a pattern with men that come to my profile this is a pattern it has been so many guys that i stopped counting this is not like a special occurrence that sometimes comes up and then it's like one asshole no this is a pattern and <laughs> i'm getting really worked up over here like i get so mad when i think about this and when i talk about this but i feel like my anger is so justified like and if you guys out there whatever gender you are if you get angry when talking about this topic then more power to you you deserve to be angry about this um and it's perfectly healthy to be angry about this so yeah that was also something very weird that these straight guys who I had rejected were asking me about like details and technicalities of lesbian sex because I guess that's how they, you know, <laughs> that's how they um, felt like they, they wanted to get turned on by this and then they just demanded that I give them something to jerk off to. Um, it made me really angry and it still makes me very angry. And so I understood at that point, like, even if I tell somebody to their face, like, hey, I'm not interested in men whatsoever, it doesn't protect me. And um, I also experimented with, like, posting photos of myself where I post more skin and uh, where I show more skin with my outfit. Like, I wear, like, a more revealing outfit. And I've, exper I've experimented with posts where you basically don't see any skin and it doesn't make a dis difference like let me tell you and even if it did make a difference it still wouldn't be my fault like my outfit is not an invitation to sexually harass me of course um but it i just figured out it doesn't make a difference and i will also never stop sharing openly like photos of myself that where i feel confident like i will not I will never, I hope, I hope, I will never get to a point where I stop myself from posting something that I feel good about just because I feel like it could, it could provoke sexual harassment in somebody because it's never my fault. And yeah, this is just, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I feel like I shouldn't have to limit my own personal expression and my own, um, yeah, me showing my body, if it's something that in itself isn't harming anybody else and it's just my way to express myself and it, and I'm not harassing anybody with it, I'm just um, posting something that I feel good about and that isn't hurting anybody, then I should always be able to do that. Like, 
is that too much to ask that I should be able to do that without having to expect that I'm getting sexually harassed afterwards? So yeah, that was also something, it was a thought process that I had, like maybe I should just stop posting stuff where I wear a, an outfit that is a bit re revealing. But then I caught myself in that thought process and I was like, no, this cannot be the solution that I have to like limit myself in that way. And um, I don't know, be be like under the influence of these people so much that I censor what I'm posting. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely not willing to do that to protect myself. Um, because I'm a person and I'm allowed to express myself and it's never an invitation to harass me. And then something else is happening right now where I am interested in seeing men um, in a romantic or sexual way. I'm interested in that again, but I have a boyfriend now so I, and, and we're monogamous. So I'm not interested in... In these guys that are texting me, these random dudes who tell me they want to have sex with me. I'm not interested in them because I have a boyfriend and I respect my boyfriend. And we have this boundary that we're monogamous. Like we're, we don't just, we don't fuck other people. Um, and then uh, a while ago I was texting with somebody who uh, I had talked to on Instagram. And I was telling him like, hey... Um, I need, really need to tell you, you've, you've been texting me some like really flirty comments. Can you please stop doing that? Because now I have a boyfriend and I don't want that anymore. And I also, just uh, a quick note, I, I never wanted these flirty texts from this guy. It was always kind of annoying, but now it felt completely inappropriate because I have a boyfriend now. And before I didn't really stand up for myself and uh, I wasn't really strict about like, hey, stop, uh, stop texting me this. I don't want to hear it. I, for some reason, I had some issues with standing up for myself. But now that I have a boyfriend and I have, a, therefore, a different reason to tell somebody I'm not interested, I felt like that might stop this person from harassing me. So I told him, like, hey, can you, like, not send me these flirty comments because I have a boyfriend and, like, I don't want this. And his reply was, hey, what you doing to tonight? you want to come over? Like, you want to watch some Netflix? And I was like, dude, I have a boyfriend and I'm, I want to be loyal to him. And it would be so disrespectful of me to then meet another guy for like, to Netflix and chill or whatever. <laughs> and hang out with the guy who has expressed like sexual interest in me. Like that would be kind of disrespectful to my boyfriend. And I don't want that. And his reply was, his reply was not, oh, sorry, yeah, I'm going to step back from this. Sorry, this was inappropriate. No, his answer was, well, your boyfriend doesn't have to know. Wouldn't that be, like, so uh, exciting? And I was like, dude, what What about the way, what, what about my reactions? Didn't you understand? What is wrong with you? And, of course, I blocked him. So, yeah, these are just, like, some of the highlights <laughs> the very questionable highlights of me getting sexually harassed on instagram and as i said these are not individual cases this is a pattern this happens all the time i get when i'm active on instagram on average i get like one or two new messages by new guys in my inbox like new message requests and it always like in 99.9 percent .9 of the cases where i reply and i accept their message request it turns out to be something sexual and it turns out to be sexual harassment. Like every single day of my fucking life. 
pretty much. Uh, there may be some days in between where I don't get a new message and there may be days where I get three messages in one day, but like it feels like it's all the time and it never stops no matter what I do no matter if I tell people I'm not interested in guys right now no matter if I'm in a relationship in a committed monogamous relationship and I tell people that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all they just keep doing it and it's so exhausting um and of course I'm kind of yeah in my head I'm kind of laughing about these guys kind of being like yeah you are absolutely I don't know, pathetic. That's the only word I can really find to describe this. You are being absolutely pathetic right now. And of course, in my head, I can be like, yeah, these people are just dumbasses. Uh, but at the same time, I cannot deny that this is having a mental health impact on me. Like dealing with people who objectify me, who do not respect my boundaries, who overstep my boundaries uh, on purpose, who, yeah, turn me into a sex object, who kind of honestly remind me of my abuser because that's exactly what the guy who raped me did is he didn't respect my sexual boundaries when I told him now no he kept going when I told him I was uncomfortable and he was hurting me he kept going so this this pattern of behavior of people people not respecting my sexual boundaries this is fucking exhausting for me and it is it is taking such a mental toll on me that I honestly like don't want to be on social media anymore and it's such a big stressor in my life. And of course, I want to be on social media because of my music. And I want to have fun there. I want to find my community there. And I like sharing stuff. And I like like starting conversations with people uh, all over the world. And it's so exciting in a way that social media exists and it gives you so many opportunities. Um, but it's also like, how can I get the benefits of social media while minimizing these horrible experiences, while getting rid of these horrible experiences? Like, that's the question that I have for myself right now. Because if I want to start posting again, and if I want to make an active effort again to gain more followers and to talk to more people in the DMs and to reach a bigger audience, before I do that, I need to be like really clear with myself about what I'm going to do if this shit happens again. Not if this shit happens again, when it happens again. Because I know it will happen again because the last time it happened was like today and then like two two day, days ago. So it, it's happening all the time and it never stops. Um, so here's what I'm planning to do about this. And this is this might be a little controversial and this might give me some disadvantages on on social media, but fuck it. What I'm going to do is that um, when somebody sends me a DM request on Instagram and I have to approve it in order to text back and forth with them, if what they're texting me is, hey, what's up, or something like that, nothing meaningful, they have zero posts, they have no real profile photo, they are not even following me, so they're not even interested in my content, I'm just not going to accept these message requests anymore. And I know that I might miss out on some great people that way because maybe there is somebody like another artist who wants to talk about making music. Maybe there's like a really nice guy who wants to be genuinely wants to be my friend. Maybe there's somebody in, in there who's like really lonely and they just want somebody to talk to. I might miss out on these people, but I see no other way because as I said, 
approximately 99.9% of these messages, like, hey, what's up? And then it's like somebody with no profile picture, no posts, and who isn't following me. 99.9% of these people end up sexually harassing me. I need to protect myself. I'm not accept accepting these message requests anymore. Um, that is my rule now. And if I'm already texting back and forth, forth with somebody because for some reason I accepted their message request, or maybe this person had or has been nice to me and has been has been acting like they're actually interested in my content and in my art and then they suddenly start harassing me then I'm going to be like really brutal I'm going to report them and I'm going to block them in every single case and what is something that a policy that I've implemented implemented before is I don't just report and block them I send them a message first telling them exactly what they did wrong Like, for example, just, I don't know, half an hour ago, there was this guy texting me on Instagram. And it was also like this kind of conversation like, hey, what's up? Where are you from? And I didn't really reply a lot. But then he texted me something like, I live in, in the same town as you. I want to have sex with you. And then I texted him like, I, I wrote him back. I DM'd him back like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You cannot text that to somebody just like that. You don't even know me. What do you think you're doing? And it was kind of a rhetorical question because then I reported him and blocked him. But I, I find it important to tell these people, to give them some feedback. And it ha it doesn't have to be like the nicest, most polite feedback ever. I think it's okay to tell people like, what the fuck is wrong with you for texting that? Um, I think that's okay because, as I said, anger about this topic is justified um, so it can be some angry feedback, but I always try to give these people feedback so they know exactly what they did wrong, and then I report them and block them. And that is something that I am finding more important now than ever before, um, because I've just had enough. Like, I, all this time, before I gained some, like, distance from social media by going on the social media break, before I, I just felt like I had to keep going and yeah, I don't know what to do about this, and I didn't really think clearly about it. But now I have these clear rules, like if somebody texts me something that means nothing and they're not they're not asking anything about music, they're not telling me what they want from me, and they're just te texting, hey, what's up? And they have like this weird profile, this like really questionable looking profile. I'm not even going to accept their message. And if somebody who I have been texting back and forth and they turn out to be somebody who sexually harasses me, I report them, I block them and I give them some feedback. Um, that is my policy right now and that's how I feel like I can return to social media. Uh, of course, there are other problems with social media that were the reason why I went on this break. So I still have to figure out how I'm going to deal with those. But yeah, that was it for now. And something, I, I want to ask you something, you guys. If one of you, if any of you want to DM me about this, I would love to have like a discussion about this. How do you guys feel about exposing people who, who sexually harass you in the DMs? Because I, in a way, I have exposed people before on my, uh, in my Instagram stories, but I never really exposed them. I always like, um, I always made it so that they're, profile name was not visible and their profile picture was not visible but I showed the dms in my stories 
to make people aware what's going on and what kind of messages I get. And I don't know how I feel about that. I know that certain people that I follow, they actually expose these people. They actually post it on their stories with the username visible and with the profile picture visible so that everybody knows this guy is a creep. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I find that justified. And um, yeah, um, the way that I've done it, like in an anonymous way where the, the person themselves are not exposed, but I'm kind of just showing the messages. I also don't know how I feel about that because it kind of feels like I'm I'm kind of telling people, feel sorry for me, right? It feels like this is the message I'm giving in my Instagram stories if I post this stuff. It's like, feel sorry for me. I'm getting harassed. And I don't want to be in that position where I want people to feel sorry for me. So I don't know how I feel about that. If you have any experience with that stuff, especially if you're also like a woman or whatever, like whatever gender you are, you can you can DM me about this. And I promise you, if your DM isn't, hey, what's up? I'm going to reply to you. If you have anything to say <laughs> that isn't, hey, what's up? And that isn't sexual harassment, I'm going to try to answer you definitely so I'd love to hear from you and I hope that this episode was relatable to anybody or helpful to anybody or maybe it gave you some something new to, to think about so yeah that was it for today um, uh, I'm trying to let go of my anger about this topic and yeah I'm going to post this now so um, yeah I hope you have I hope you're having a nice day and I hope that if you've ever experienced sexual harassment on the internet that you feel safe and that it doesn't harm your mental health as much as it did mine and I hope that you have the support you need in your social circle. I hope you can find the confidence in yourself to clearly and 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 um, honestly reject those guys and to not tell yourself like I'm just being dramatic no you're not being dramatic if somebody's harassing you and you feel bad about that and you want to block them you're not being dramatic um, you're being a person who stands up for themselves and who doesn't accept sexist bullshit um, so yeah I'm going to end this episode on that note and thank you for listening